two senseis and a casual. <laughs> right on time for that record, too. Man, no, it got caught. But uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis and Casual. I'm the host, Brandon, a.k.a. B. Weezy. And last week, I was a little long-winded, so I got something a little different this week. Mm. Did y'all realize when you clean your vacuum cleaner, you actually become a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I promise I'm not, I'm not high on anything. Yeah, yeah. I heard that earlier in the week. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, man. Nah, I'm going to switch it up. I got to use it. Nah, you got to put the lighter flicker right there, dude. <laughs> oh, it's about five of them for that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm Gerard, a.k.a. Lego Legend. AKA King of the Block. <laughs> you see? Now these are getting fire, man. <laughs> now you're on a roll. Um, I'm Drew, A Day the Name, and I'm looking at Rhymer right now, and I can rhyme fame, flame, but I'm just going to use my file name. <laughs> I know, it's weak. It's weak. <laughs> well, everybody, we are on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Please be sure. Uh, to subscribe, download our episodes. All of our links are in one place on our link tree. Shout out to Gerard. Be sure to leave us reviews, man. Comment, tag us. We've been getting tagged um, a lot on social media posts. We love to discuss what you guys are interested in. Also, thank you guys for all of the shares, um, interactions on social media. We appreciate y'all. But if you're really loyal, make sure that you tell, tell your, your friends, friends to tell their friends to listen friends. to the podcast. Also, be, be sure be sure to follow us on Instagram at Two Hip Hop Senseis. Period A period casual fellas i got a couple quick did you knows um the first one 17 years ago this week actually lil john and east side boys released that album crunk juice mm. y'all remember that yeah. oh yeah did y'all get that album was the question i don't know oh, if yeah. i bought it i'm not sure if i bought it is that the one with lovers and friends as well um yes that did have all that shit yeah that did have lovers and friends um so did it have get low on it think that he had I, i'm not the biggest little john fan when it comes to full albums he just makes hits <laughs> no that's fair that's fair I, just that's why i was fans. asking if y'all got the album because i definitely I wouldn't buy it yeah i, I wasn't just... in the market for getting a full little nah I, Bro, I like wouldn't. 20 songs of little john is a little too much yeah yeah hard pass but um also you know as we discussed in the group chat 10 years ago drake dropped take care Oh man, changed my life. I've talked about it on old episodes. If y'all haven't, go check them out. But man, Drake's verse on the ride is just—I was listening to that this week, and I'm like, man, that man. And he talked about it on the album. Like ten years later, I'm gonna still be in the game. Yes. And lo and behold, I was gonna send that to you. I was gonna send that to you. No, my dog, my dog's in the game, bro. So <laughs> hey, bro. Between that, um, that's back when he tried. All right, going to skip by that. Uh, so the, the amount of genius, though, to turn back that ass up into a slow song, like, I think when he first did it, people, like, hated it. Oh, I it. definitely hated well, it when I first heard it. Do you hate it now? No, I don't hate it now, but I hated it then. Then, it, I was going to say, a lot of people was like, wait a minute. They're like, this a, is this is a corny. bonus track, wasn't it? N- no. Uh, the two bonus tracks was... I think the motto and oh, yeah, the, Sleeping right. Alone, yeah. I think were the yep. two that was released on the, the that's right. deluxe. But 
like at the time, like people just wasn't like like the, that wasn't received well. But now I was riding to it like twelve o'clock midnight smooth ride, and I'm like, you know, this is this is pretty solid. <laughs> um, and then Scott Starch, man, he went crazy on that Lord knows beat. I think, man, mm-hmm. Ross's verse or, or verse on that song, bro, is I thought just goodness Blake gracious. That. Just Blaze, just Blaze. I don't know why I confused Scott Starch. I don't know why. I'm not smoking, but because when that beat drop, it's like just Blaze. Nah, nah, good catch, good catch. That was a test actually. You passed, oh, okay. Ross. Good Ooh, job there. Right. Um, but yeah, man, what's y'all? What's y'all thoughts on 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 Take Care? I know we've talked about it, but like to me, I just don't see how people don't view that as his best work. But I know. You know, there's varying of opinion, but overall, ten years later, I think it's aged tremendously. Like, I still can play that. It was always between Take Care and uh, Nothing Was the Same. Nothing for me. was the same. Yeah. yeah. So I agree. And those came back to back. So it's just a test of longevity. And like, if you can be have longevity and also put out great works, you know, that sets you up for a great career. So, and we already said Drake is one of the legends. You know, he's inching towards that Mount Rushmore. So, like, this just, just solidifies that. Inching toward. <laughs> no, no, I, I fully agree. And, man, even when we had the interview with with, with Streets, like, he's like, you got to credit him because everybody's mm-hmm. trying to sing now. So, yeah. no, man. Drew, as a as a Drake hater, <clears throat> oh my thoughts God. on the album, man? Don't, Don't sit there and roll your eyes talking about, oh, my God, when you just said that's when he tried. I've told you he's had great runs before, and that from Take Care to Views was a great run to me because he had that. Nothing was the same if you're reading this and then Views in that order, and that was fire. That was fire Drake. Yeah. Goddamn so, right. Huh? Goddamn right it was. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. So I mean, we could do that episode, too. We were talking about great runs. Little teaser. You know, I think that would be a solid one because – I mean, you got Drake. I think y'all mentioned Ludacris. Um, we'll save that. We'll save that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Take good. care. Take care. Definitely. To me, nothing was the same. Was my favorite. I don't know. It just sounded different to me for Drake. Nothing was the same. It sounded like that was his full maturity yeah. as an artist. Yep. You know. I agree. Take care was fire though. Take care had uh, like you said, Lord knows, Underground Kings, one of my favorite. Yeah. Even Headlines is still a great single. Like, I, I I love that album. I'm not hating on it at all. I have it on vinyl. Gerard, you always mention how like the weekend put like oh the, Crew the, Love, yeah, Crew Love that, was a great that, track like, too. Darkness over the album where it was like that that gothic kind of Drake sound, and I'm like, man. Until you said that, I really never viewed it that way. But listening to it, it's like, man, yeah, there's the a lot of paranoia. Cover, like, yeah, I'd say the cover's depressing as shit. Right, <laughs> it's depressing with his fire too. It's like, damn, look at all that gold, bro. Like, how you got all that? How you got all that luxury around you? And you looking, you looking sad as hell, bro. And then the material, it's like, okay, I get it. But now, nah, man, I, I definitely, I feel like I've seen it on social media everywhere. Like everybody was playing the album this week. So, man, shout out to my goat. Um. But yeah, let's let's pivot from that to what have we listened to slash watch. I got a lot this week, so um, I just wanted to start off with I listened to like I told y'all, Trillmatic by ASAP Nast, um, mm-hmm. and, and featuring Method Man, which I didn't know that was a combination I would enjoy <laughs> so much. And then that led Drew to sending over the Nasty's World, 
um from cozy uh cozy taste volume one you know friends by asap mob and man that shit bangs i'm a little late that was from 2016 (laughs) but you know it helped provide an appetizer for you know the the appetite i want uh or wanting a asap rocky new project but you Mm -hmm. know uh, it, it helped me with that. Money Man featuring ASAP Rocky was fire. Tyler, the creator on Telephone Calls was fire. Uh, Lil Uzi was flowing on Runner. Like that, that project bangs. So it if, you know. It really does. And I if you were casual that may right? not have checked it that's out. That's 2016, you, right? That's early Uzi, right? Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's. But like, he still sounds similar. But like, no, I, I really enjoy his flow on Runner. Like that was very impressive. Um. But yeah, if you a little late to the party like me and want to, you know, check out some ASAP, uh, you know, go go check that one out for sure because I enjoyed that. I wasn't expecting you to listen to the whole album, so that that's what's dope about the whole thing. And you found something you liked, you know? You, you know, I wasn't expecting to listen to the whole album, too. It was just one of those where I listened to the song you sent me, and then it kept going, and I'm like, you know what? This ain't bad. I'm going to keep rocking with it. <laughs> and The then problem I just... is, like, the, the tease with him is... ASAP Nas really hasn't made anything. No, he hasn't. I don't think he's even made like a full length album or anything. He hasn't. I ain't gonna hold you. I hadn't heard of him until the 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 Method Man song, and then you sent me that project. So no, I I but know like, Gerard. Uh, I was gonna say yeah, Gerard mentioned Twelvey. Yeah, Gerard has always um uh, you know hyped up Twelvey. Um, I know I love the song Hop Out, which is a mm-hmm. banger for sure. Um, but no, like like I said, check that one out if you haven't. Uh, and then Isaiah Rashad, he dropped um some new tracks the only one i heard though was uh uh he added juicy j and project pat mm-hmm. to rp young and man that was hard hey that, that song that, <laughs> that song is 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 great i that song was already that. in my top three and now after that bro they're fired yeah. like i think juicy and project pat need to make like a duo album i know so, juicy might not because of three, three six mafia, mafia but you never know so Drew, I know you know Drew. I can't remember if you remember, but like, I got a I got a soft spot for Juicy J. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you love like, him, yeah. Juicy Juicy J when he got on the track, bro. Like, like like we talk about, man. He takes it to a whole nother level. <laughs> and I was watching a whole lot of like Vlad interviews uh, that Project Pat had um, with Vlad, and I just got a lot of respect for that dude, man. Like he talked about how um, his verse on Knife Talk, like how much respect he had for Drake, like how basically like he just kind of was, was contacted to be featured on the song. Um, the verse was actually taken from a song that he had with Juicy J um, on Juicy J's album, but they took the verse, but like one of the biggest songs in America. And he basically just kind of gave the green light. So that was dope. But like mm. project Pat has one of the most interesting lives. So I would highly recommend going and checking out some of his interviews. Cause he talked about basically like, when he blew up, he basically was going to jail. Like he was, he was really about that street life. So he went to jail, um, did his time, got out, changed his life. But no, he's really interested, dude, man. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that that song is amazing. So I listened to a lot of these songs yesterday, right? And for whatever reason, I decided to listen to Adele Thirty, oh, like <laughs> probably like two o'clock on a Friday. Oh man. Worst, worst decision I ever could have made. <laughs> and not because it was bad. No, no. slander to deal. Although it started off a little rough. I'm like, can I, am I able to bring myself to a point where I slander a deal if I don't like this album? And then my little love came on. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Bro. That's the one. That's the song that yeah. just taught me that I really need to go around my house and start dusting. Because it's just a lot of <laughs> dust around here. And 
<laughs> just the, the way that it was just, I don't know, man. Like, it activated my allergies in a way that I just didn't know. <laughs> that song just deserves a chef's kiss. Um, and to, I don't know. Like, that song is extremely vulnerable. And then to follow that up with Cry Your Heart Out, man. Bro. Oh, man. Listen, so, like I said, I, I'm going to have to dust around the crib. Um, and it's good. It's a really good album. But don't listen Adele to it. Adele sung over, like, different beats on this one. Like, um, there was Cry Your Heart Out kind of has, like, a reggae-like yeah. feel to it. So, mm-hmm. that was dope. There's, like, jazz on it. Um, Oh, My God was kind of, like, hip-hop-ish yeah. with, with, the, with the beat. And then, like, All Night Long was definitely a little trap. So, I'm like, I'm rocking <laughs> with this. Um, but again, to be loved, that's the one that's just Adele like wrapped her arms around me and I just it was like she was singing to me and it, she was just talking about some stuff on that song. So if y'all uh <laughs> if y'all check that one out, I think y'all will really enjoy it, man. That shout out to Adele. She never disappointed, man. It's a fire album, but do not listen to it unless you want to cry, because it's gonna happen, all right? Like, cause I listened to it in the afternoon too, and I was like, "Nah, fuck this! I gotta turn on some gangster shit." Like, you ain't about to have me walking around all day trying to hug. Nah, she got like, me. Like, she, <laughs> she got me. Oh man. Whew. Well, so, unlike you guys, I enjoyed my Friday <laughs> and listened to Snoop's album. <laughs> so, I was. Yeah, it's. I knew what I was going into with the compilation album, but it's it's got a theme. He he follows a theme, like kind of the tracks flow into each other, yeah. but it's just uh, it's I don't know. What didn't you it's like? Okay. What didn't you like? You know what I didn't I like know. the singing. Still, it's, it's it's too much. It's singing. a lot. Yeah, you know? that's why. It's a lot. <laughs> like, so it's a lot of R and B tracks. B. It's, um, it's overwhelming. The, the, like the tracks with hip hop were fire. <laughs> like it was. There were some. Uh, let me look real quick. I think it was there like were some songs, tracks, right? Bro, it was, if, that's why I'm saying it was a little too yeah. long for that. Um, the track with Redman and Method Man was fire. good, all right. That was fire. Um, New Oldie, New Oldie was my favorite with, uh, R&B song yeah, with, with Eric Bellinger and yeah, Usher. Eric Bellinger and Usher, yep. That was a great one. But yeah, then like Malaya, Jane Hancock, uh, October London, August. Like I have no idea who those yeah, people those are. are all so. new artists. He signed to Def Jam. Yeah, which I figured, uh, like, but if you, you know, if you're going to be on a project like this, impress me. And that's why I wasn't they, really feeling see, this, it. This the thing. I, I, it was a couple of tracks that they were on that I was impressed by. Like, I like uh, Nefertiti. She's dope. Um, She's the best one. Uh, what's the name? The, uh, what's the name? Hancock. She's dope, too. Now, I come from London. Hancock, that yeah. came and went. Uh, <laughs> like, that, <laughs> like. Uh, that track, Big Subwoofer, though, oh, with E-40, yep. Ice Cube, Too Short. Woo, baby. That And that led right into Murder Music. Yep. So that was the best two tracks on the I album. I feel like it should be more Benny on there, but since he's signed to Def Jam, too, but he's already yeah. an established act, so he didn't need to be on there. Right. I mean, he's going to get his album right. very soon. So, so I just <laughs> felt like he put all the ones that needed the exposure on there. And it kind of felt yeah. like if you've ever like I, I've mentioned this before, and I don't know if y'all listen to it, but his gospel album, it kind of felt like that type of setup. So it was still a theme, it was still a mm-hmm. lot of music, but he was giving everybody a chance to shine. And I know it says a Snoop Dogg album, but he really like is basically. So he seemed like the host. Yeah, he's basically right? the host. Yeah. Okay. There was an old compilation album he had back in the day, uh, like Welcome to the Church or something like that. Yeah. It was like, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm don't. i not a big fan of those, like putting a bunch of new people on, you yeah. know? 
But I mean, on the other hand, how am I going to listen to him? Exactly. But yeah, the last track I liked was uh, "Steady" with D Smoke, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. But uh, the guy in that Camino was really nice. That was good. So yeah. yeah, if you could pair these new people with like established artists already, that's, that's a good way to do that's it. That's what I would have preferred you know, because you see the, right. the track with Meth and Red had Nefertiti mm-hmm. on it, and that was that was dope. She was perfect. Yes, and then yeah. you see the D-Smoke, Wiz Khalifa, and Camino, and that was dope. Right. If you do that, then it will make me be like, oh, who's this singing, or who's this rapping? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you put them on a the track by themselves, you're just going to say, who's this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and if it don't exactly catch you immediately, felt, yeah. if it don't catch you immediately, you just going to let it ride, like, whatever. Like, right. So. Yeah. B, if you listen to it, you'll definitely pull a few tracks from yeah. it that you'll keep on your playlist but yeah it's, it's okay yeah, it's it's good stuff on there it's just it's a lot like it's, yeah, it's <laughs> a lot yeah yeah <laughs> well I'll, said i'll i mean i'll check it out but i'm not excited to after kind of you know i don't think we made it, it. it little... sound trash like, <laughs> yeah, no, listen the artist that you know on it it'll make it worth it for you okay I'll check you it might, out. You sure. might like so you you like more R and B than I do, so you might be more accustomed to checking out some of those newer artists. Right. For sure. Um and speaking of Snoop, uh the, the season finale of BMF is coming up this weekend. So man, looking at, looking forward to that, excited for that. And then uh Power Book Two, um mm-hmm. Son of Ghost is is coming back on after that. So man, a lot of uh a lot of drug dealing shows i'm excited for right now so looking forward to that um but i wanted to ask you guys did you see the trailer for the the, the new spider-man oh yeah uh, no, no, Home? no we did you damn right yeah. thoughts on that because uh, at first my biggest takeaway was like did i see a jamie fox cameo am i tripping like i'm you pretty might. Sure. yeah he was jamie fox was in there as i don't know what villain he was but he, he definitely was electro. was electro in the first yeah. spider-man yeah. Okay. Now it's okay. Now it's connecting the dots. <laughs> um. But no, it's gonna be a lot of people. I don't know. They didn't show the other Spider Mans. Um. I'm hoping they have a Miles Morales. I. That'd be I don't, sick. I, yeah. I don't know if that'll happen, but um. I'm I'm expecting Tobey Maguire and I forget the other guy's name, but Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I'm expecting to see both of them, but man, that trailer. <laughs> whew, Did I, you see Carnage yet? Me? Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, we can all talk yeah. now. So that bonus scene at the end with Venom. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait. Um, in case a person hasn't okay. seen Carnage yet, Spoiler skip ahead alert. probably two minutes. Spoiler alert. Yeah, skip ahead two minutes. Like, I got you. <laughs> so yeah, the bonus scene at the end of Venom is basically there's a big like quake, and it happens when Doctor Strange casts that spell. But then now Venom is back in the Marvel universe, like oh. back in Spider-Man. So, okay. If no, Venom, Pro- Venom was yeah. locked in when they showed Spider-Man on a TV yeah. screen and he wanted that action. So, bro, okay. that's going to be fire. So oh, snap. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. No. Who knows who else? Like they're going to bring from the older ones. Too. And, and cause so. you know, Venom thinks he's a hero, right? And so he sees right. Spider-Man saving stuff. And Eddie Brock was in the middle of trying to tell him, but you're, you're kind of a villain. Like he was trying to, you explain <laughs> that to him, and then Spider-Man right. came on a TV screen, so... He got pissed. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited for that movie. Like, it I, would be I dope, too, if they brought back Topher Grace's Venom from Spider-Man Ooh. 3 with Tobey Maguire. Could you imagine That'd that? Two Venoms in That'd there? Running around New York? Yeah. <laughs> Did I like Tobey as Venom? I can't remember. I feel like... I know I didn't like him as much as I like the, the current Venom now, but... 
Yeah, I almost got to yeah. go back and watch it. But no, Tom I'm Hardy excited. I'm excited as hell for that movie. And then uh, the last thing for me, I watched King Richard last night. Oh, mm. shit. I did. I fell asleep. Did you cry? Did you cry? Let me just say, did I didn't cry? cry. But Will Smith's acting in that movie was up there with some of his best roles ever. Oh, wow. Damn. I that. Like, you going to stamp that? It's a bold statement. No, I'll, I'll stamp that. <laughs> I'll, I'll sign it. I'll repeat it. Will Smith's performance in that movie was up there with some of the best he's ever done. So when y'all check it out, y'all can definitely say whether or not I was right or wrong, but I was thoroughly surprised. I didn't expect to not like the movie, but again, the acting, and not even just Will, like, you just really come away with an appreciation for everything that Venus and Serena's uh, father did for them. Like, they did an excellent job. Uh, It was some things in the movie I was uh, kind of surprised by, but I'll wait, obviously, until you guys have seen it. But again, I'll say it. That is up there with some of the best acting that Will has ever done. Like, So let me let me ask you. You have two movies. You have King Richard, Men in Black. Which one's better? <laughs> See, that's, that's different because you're going into both movies with different expectations. Which like, role Men did he act better in? Men in Black, you're going in there to laugh. Like, hey. <laughs> I, you laugh in King Richard, but... It's definitely a more so King Richard. He did, he did a better job in King Richard for sure. King Richard pursuit of happiness. Ooh. So the fact that I'm sitting here thinking about it before I give yeah, you the answer kind of enough. shows like that's the job enough. he did. Yeah. But think about the clap. Think about the slow clap. Think about the memes. Now nah, think about it in the bathroom telling him they playing hide and seek. Think about that. Ooh. Bro, to be honest, I don't know which one I could pick. Oh, he shit. did that great job. <laughs> I, I don't know. I really don't know because. I, don't, I can't talk about it without spoiling it. Y'all have to see it, and then we'll come back, and then we'll all answer whether Pursuit of Happiness or King Richard, but it's up there, man. I'm my more Men in Black movies. <laughs> all right. MIB2 or Seven Pounds? <laughs> Bro, okay. Okay. Seven Pounds? I've only seen, like, pieces. I've never seen it from, like, the very beginning to the very end. I it's have to, a very I have. predictable movie. It really is. Nah, fuck that. I've, I've seen pieces Drew. for sure, but I, I just can't Wild, say that I've Wild seen it from West the beginning to the end. Or Concussion, Okay. Ooh. Bro, I enjoy Wild Wild West more. <laughs> we, we I enjoy Wild Wild West. Crazy Will Smith bracket, like <laughs> just bro. Wild Wild West, West, West does not get the respect that it deserves. I understand people have high expectations. That movie is funny, and it has decent. It has decent action. I don't. It don't deserve the slander it's gotten oh, over, over all these years. Like, like, you, you, you said what, you're You stand on that one on your own, dog. No, bro. I, I ain't dying on that hill. I ain't dying on that hill, but I might trip over it, you know, as I'm going past it. But why Wild West don't deserve the slander it's gotten, man? Watch That's it fine. now. Watch it now. No. How do you guys feel about Concussion, like, though, real quick? I've actually never watched Concussion. God damn, you got a lot to watch, bro. I I feel like I know what concussion is about. Like, <laughs> was King Richard your first man? Was was King Richard your first Will Smith movie? <laughs> Be respectful. Don't you joking, don't you man. don't you dare disrespect <laughs> me like that. But no, like I knew what concussion was gonna be about. So like. <laughs> The hype wasn't there for me. I'm a former football player. Like, had a few in my day. I, I, I understand. Like, nah, I, I didn't really have an urgent, you know, wasn't really in a rush to see concussion. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, you're good. You're good. Okay, I'm trying to think of more now. <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll do a crazy Will Smith bracket one day just for shits and gigs. Um, 
God, you didn't Lord. even name Independence Day when Will, Will Smith saved the world. How dare you? I was thinking. How dare you? I was thinking it. All right, Independence Day or Hitch? <laughs> Hitch is good, man. Uh, is good. Um, Independence Day is fine. Independence he, Day is underrated. Right? He said. He said Independence Day or Hitch, and nah, I gotta roll Hitch with Hitch. Was good. It was, I gotta roll with Hitch. Hitch Hitch was Hitch good. Is good. It was funny, but again, we'll save the freaking world. Independence mm-hmm. Day. We gotta be got respectful. My man some ass. He was never gonna get no ass. Now that's that. <laughs> the work he had to put in. The pitch. Hey, hey. I, I might have to take my vote back. That's fact. And slap the shit out of right. him. Like, <laughs> and even Mendez. Yeah. Mm. Whew. Nah, hey, I might have to. Right, you might be on to something with Hitch. I might have Independence Day, though. Independence Day is a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. A little fun fact That's there. True. He's like 13 in it. And, uh, and it has Prime Day Fox. Fox. Huh. Hey. Woo. All right, y'all. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> I All love right, that. That's a great tangent. <laughs> Let's, man. I always love our random conversations. So, but... King Richard, go see it. Good movie. Be Bro, it's it. on HBO Max. <laughs> if you're not trying to go to theater, check it out. That's true. Oh, one more thing, um, y'all. So I listened to, you know, Cardi B and um, Holly Berry is that gonna produce the Bruce contract? I mean, soundtrack, and it's all women. Nah, I didn't see that. Yeah, so the Bruce is uh, Holly Berry's. I think she's becoming an MMA fighter or something like that in the movie. Hmm. So uh, it's all women, and it's actually super dope. Like, I like the how Cardi B curated the album. You know what I'm saying? So you had. Um, Flo Millie, you had Young M.A., you had Cardi, you had the City Girls, you had uh, Mulatto, I'm sorry, Big oh, Lotto, shit. not Mulatto, <laughs> Big Lotto, you had uh, Saweetie, um, it was a bunch of women. Uh, oh, you had- What was that last name? Huh? <laughs> what was that last name you Sweetie. said? <laughs> 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 I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check you it out. Heard, so- um a lot of women and it was an all women soundtrack and that hasn't been done since Babyface did uh um uh, Waiting to Exhale. So like and this was executive produced by women as well. So if you get a chance, check that out. You know what I'm saying? It was super dope and it has all women and you know it won't hurt you to support, you know, their movement. And I also listened to um Max B, you know the wave god, you know what I'm saying? He got an <laughs> album out. Um you know, it's done in jail, so you know how they go. <laughs> and then uh, French Montana, that's what I was getting to, has an album out. Did you listen, Joe? Bro, I, I can't get through oh it. Oh, my God. I can't get through it. I was going to say, I haven't listened to it, but oh, people I know that's listened to it did not have a good review. So it's He's boring to me now. Yes, he it's, is boring, but he has bangers. So you're going to listen to the album, and there's going to be some shit on there that you'll be like, okay. That's gonna hit, you know what I'm saying? But then there's other shit in there. It's like, bro, what what are you talking about? Like, what exactly is going on here? Like, <laughs> what's the name of the project again? Uh, they got amnesia or something. Yeah, mm, they got amnesia. Montana. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm check it out. So, but yeah. like I said, the people that I I know that have listened to it did not say stuff <laughs> that had me excited to nah, listen to whatsoever. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to the whole album, but like I said, it's gonna be three tracks off that album that's gonna hit. And that's the thing about French. Like, I never usually love his albums, but he always has a hit record in there. So he definitely got that's a hit true, with um, Fuck With Me and Get A Bag. And he got a remix with Moneybag Yo. That shit hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, Diddy is doing the ad-libs. Like, it's hard. Um, <laughs> he got he got a song with, I think it's Sweetie and... Uh, there you go, B. 
Wait, he has a song. We got a song with Tweety and Doja Cat. Wait, dry. Has, that's gonna be a strip club anthem. With, uh, with who? Sweetie and Doja Cat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's my baby, man. I love me some Sweetie. Yeah, mm. yeah, Sweetie. But no, shout out to you for giving French Montana some love, man. Montana, yeah. I'm gonna check it out. I am not excited to do it. I ain't gonna hold y'all up. Um, but. No, that, that's that's thank you for bringing those up, uh, Drew. Did you have anything else that you listened to this week? The only other thing I listened to was uh, Philly group Jedi Mind Tricks, which I'd classify them now as mainstream underground. Yeah. And it, to me, I've been a fan of them for twenty years now, and this might be one of their best albums out to date. Send that to um, me. So if you want some nice murder rap, I'll send it send it oh, your way right now. But yeah, come on, send Bro. it through. You know what send I like. Through. That's right up my alley, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been exposed to any of that shit, but goddamn, do I love hearing it! Just the way like B loves a good Coke right. show about Coke and weed and no about <laughs> Coke. How many people died this record? Okay, <laughs> like... so I will send that to. But yeah, it's called "The Funeral and the Raven." It's a really well produced album, and Vinny Paz deserves his flowers. He was on my old episode yeah. of Underrated yes. Artists. So yes, I remember. Man, he's fired. And wait to circle that to an old episode. So again, if you haven't checked that one out, please go back, give it a listen, let us know what you all think. So I got right here uh, the Drake and Kanye squashing their beef, but that just reminded me how Gerard, we were talking about future verses between us, and one of them was Drake versus Kanye. Uh-huh. Um, so I wanted to take a step back, because we haven't really discussed that verses, and um we listened to the playlist yeah. the playlist afterwards has been fired uh-huh. um we got a lot of love at one point i think the highest the highest count at one time in the verses i think was 18 mm-hmm. but people were going through um leaving coming back throughout new people um channeling in that was a lot of fun man right. um and shout out to drew for editing it um in a way that you know abided by the copyright uh rules and regulations but like if you weren't there, man, I think that you would enjoy some of the future ones. All the feedback we've, we received, um, people getting hyped when we would play songs, comments. I mean, at one point, we had over 80 total views. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, I just looked, we're at 113. 113 That's views? crazy. Um, yeah, wow. And, and, again, again. and again, like with the, with, the, with the verses and live, like, unfortunately, because of copywriting, like, they kind of mute some of the music out when you go back and listen to it, but being there man like yeah. i was interacting with people i was super hype like Gerard was countering and, and and starting you know with certain songs that i was just trying to match the energy man but all in all it was a great time and again like for people to take time out of their friday to like listen to us is amazing um so yeah i just kind of wanted to discuss that real quick i know Gerard, you say you feel differently after going back and taking a listen um but no that was Everything was great, man, other than Drew kind of being biased as a judge. Like, I really oh just enjoy Jesus. every... Huh? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Just talking to the I enjoy, Lord, I enjoy everything Lord. about it, man. So I just want to give y'all a chance to speak on it. Nah, it was super fun. Like, it was cool seeing the interaction and people, like, comment and, like, go back and forth while we was dropping the records. Like, that was fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, and everything you dropped, I expected. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like... I was surprised. Like I knew what Pharrell had. I just hated that you kept saying that people ain't fucking Pharrell like that. Which 
Well, you were one of those people that didn't respect Pharrell or me. What so are I you just talking I went into like, it. How do you get like, <laughs> what? Like, no one said that. You you had to say that to yourself so you could hype yourself up. You no, know you, you said it. At one point you was like, you know, don't act like Pharrell wouldn't just wash or don't act like Timberland wouldn't wash Pharrell if you wanted to or get him the fuck to. up out of there. So if you wanted to. Uh, if he wanted to. Okay. You know, at the end of the day, I just, you know, you didn't respect me, you didn't you didn't respect Pharrell. Um, and like Michael Jordan said in his documentary, I took that personally. So it became personal with me. I went into it and I just was like, you know what? I don't want to go out like Dipset. Like he's not about to jada me. I don't think I got jada. You do. I'm pretty proud with the results. Yeah. You know, you you, lost. you have people that I was rocking with. You lost. If you have people that I was rocking with, you, you know, the, the selection. <laughs> um, but I look forward to the next ones, man. No, don't like, just move forward. Don't just. <laughs> You, you said what? You keep what sliding happened? by, like, like, like no. sliding by yeah, what? Let what happened? him talk. <laughs> like, what you, you, you say? Look forward to the next one, but let's stay in the let's stay in the current right now. No, actually, that's the past because it was an L. You collected that L and you passed go. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Drew, what was your score? Ten, ten. But no, but I'm biased. <laughs> I mean, you are biased. But if the biased person say ten, ten. I didn't take no L. What? It sounds good though. Yeah, okay. If you want me to take an L, I, I'm willing to Drew, take an L Drew on the show. 10, 10. Mm-hmm. I've seen all. Yeah, yeah. Right. If you want to be real biased, I've seen a lot of people say Tim won. So, so yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's gonna always be. People didn't respect me. People didn't respect Pharrell. At the end of the day, go. my right. goal was not to get jaded. I don't think I got you jaded. Didn't get jaded. No. B, I, I'll give you that. I had you at ten six at one point, and Gerard won the last four to me. That's why. That's why you're biased. Yeah, I agree. That's not, why you're, dude, he 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 I say issue with his 10 six too, but you know, I'm not over here complaining. It's all good. Like you kind of are complaining. This that's kind of this kind of this kind of was no, happening. I'm not you, complaining. You complain. It's it's fine. You complain a little bit, but you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> no, you know, the, the people only thing I complained it. about is like I felt like I was outnumbered in that live. Like, but then people all like right. after, 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 after I was getting a lot of hate. Draw got hate for one song when I Bobby Valentino. When I'm in public, people that was just watching, they was like, Oh no, you won. I'm like, why y'all ain't say that in the live? Like First off, if they see you in public, they're gonna definitely hype you up. They ain't just gonna tell you in public that you lost. They gonna come on. But only time you got slander is when you play Bobby Valentino with. I take issue with that too. I Real take issue with that too. See, you know what it is? That I, that's that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk about. I I can tell all of y'all who grew up in the suburbs. Okay, y'all ain't got no. Oh, kids. now you now you coming up for people coming live. for the suburban no, kids. I'm coming for the out, suburban okay. kids. Okay, all you West Bloomfield, Farmington Hill. Troy babies don't know nothing about good music, okay? So, like, I ain't never heard nobody get that upset about Bobby Valentino like that, okay? When I mentioned when I mentioned Gerard playing Bobby Valentino, I need you to insert like that record skip where, where it just get it that record skip and it's just that awkward silence because when he threw it on, it was just like this, like, wait, who is it? Is that Bobby Valentino? I've just never heard that song. I've heard it. But after the songs you played, where we played our 20 to play extras, like, there was so many that I would have chose over that. But I noticed you said you was aiming to let people know, like, songs he produced you didn't think they knew. Right. So I, I kind of... Yeah, you wanted to show people new tracks, too. Yeah. That, like, when uh, you look at that, Gerard, in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, so he don't respect me for real. So I'm going to just 
I gotta come with something that's gonna hit because clearly nah, he wasn't even trying to win that one. That's part, obvious. When, when I got all that hate, that's the part that pissed me off, which is why I went on it's that true. Like that's why I got you, upset. You, I'm like, oh no, nah, they're nah, they they on some bullshit now. Like, no, they're on some bullshit now. Oh nah, man, nah, I gotta drop all these hate makers. Like. I think I, I think I dropped Frank Ocean to that. In my there mind, ain't though, no way like, in hell y'all can listen. When you listen on the playlist, you listen to those songs back to back, and you like, yeah, Frank got this. That oh, Bobby I definitely was like, Frank got doesn't hit like you that think That Frank it Ocean does. song doesn't hit like that. Oh, definitely does. It when definitely does not. We life? That's like the Back to back? Track. No. If somebody play that in the club, like they play Bobby V, and then they play that Frank Ocean, you think niggas gonna dance? I'm gonna leave when they play Bobby V, but when they put on <laughs> the frame, I'm, so nah, I'm coming back, bro, and I'm like, you know, like, <laughs> life, sweet, he had a land. They, they is gonna go and beat the DJ up, dog. Like they beating the DJ up, dog. Cause you just like that, it doesn't go. No, I'll be on your side for this. It was very funny when B every song. I don't know if y'all know Pharrell produced this or not, but. <laughs> I'm going to play hot in here. Oh my God. What's funny is every time I said it, people literally was in the comments like, no, I didn't know. I didn't tell you, had, you had people you on your side, it. man. You were you were the hero in that. Who? You. You had people on your side. You had casuals in there. Bro, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that y'all assume, like, Jarrah was saying every time an album comes out, he looks at, like, writer credits, like, producer credits. Most people listen yeah. to albums don't do that, bro. So, I don't think most I don't people listen CDs to albums. Just to buy them. Like, like, so... Most people wasn't buying CDs. He was burning hey. CDs. So again, like back you, in the you, day, they were. You wasn't going to it and being like, "Oh, for real, produced." Like people didn't know he produced Hot in Here. Um, they didn't know he produced. Uh, originally produced a sl- our Slave for You. Um, that was wrote for Janet Jackson. She turned it down. Shout out to Mariah for the hilarious joke. I'm not gonna explain <laughs> that. It just it was great. Um, but like. People didn't know he produced that for or Britney Spears. Like, I think that you guys as senseis were like, that's obvious. But there's people in the comments like kind of nervously is, yeah. saying, like, actually, I didn't know he produced that. Like, produced like Usher, the one with wrote like, Usher. all right with Kendrick. Like, you could clearly hear that's Pharrell. I bullshit you not until I like looked up like surprise songs that he produced. I had no idea that he produced that. Really? And when I listened to it, like, I didn't catch him saying. I heard like somebody singing that, but it never dawned on me like, yo, that sounds like Pharrell is just like, you just sing along with it. So when I looked it up, I'm like, shit, that's Pharrell. I had no idea. Like he's uncredited too. Like he didn't, it's kind of like Drake on, uh, well not kind of cause you knew I didn't know was. he was uncredited. Cause I didn't know you were going to play that song. I didn't know he was uncredited, but I knew it was him. Yeah. You know, yeah, that I, makes I, sense. I, just, I don't, I think you guys as senses are like, that's obvious, but there was a lot of people that was casuals and like, nah, I actually didn't know that. Like, well, people. the one that got me from Gerard, I didn't know, uh, Timbaland produced that, uh, that Pac track, yeah. but I, I remember you telling me though, I either. like a, a couple years ago or something. Yeah. That one came out of nowhere for me. So hopefully people came away entertained. Cause bro, I was like, I was telling y'all, I was nervous as shit. I don't know why. <laughs> like it was just a versus, but I'm like sitting there sweating, like. Damn, I hope I hope they like these songs. Like, I hope people show up. But it was a great yeah, time, man. Fun, so, yeah. again, let us know. Um, Dried has, has sent some ideas for like another one, but man, I I had a lot of fun with that. So, no, that's crazy. You said it got over a hundred views. And yeah, I forget how many comments, but it was hundreds. I mean, incredible. Um, yeah, I think it was yeah. like over five hundred comments yeah. or something. Which <laughs> that's crazy. I, I want to say like two hundred of them were probably Terrell or something. <laughs> Shout out to Terrell. <laughs> 
Shout out to Malik. Shout yeah. out to Mariah. Um, shout out to Jason. Jason. Yep. Shout out to Trey. I can't remember if I'm forgetting Sanger, anybody, yeah, but Sanger, Sanger. I seen Jan in there. Um, man, yeah, shout out to it. y'all. Y'all was loyal. Way, way more loyal than I expected, yeah. man. That, that the was interaction was definitely moment. fun, and I'm glad people got to, like you said, it. I mean, it blows my mind that people ain't know that shit. But you know, the fact <laughs> that they they found out these tracks and they found out about Pharrell yeah. and Timberland that was super cool. Bro, I had no idea Pharrell wrote that song for Usher. Like, <laughs> I. I I feel like that's just not common knowledge, but again, it all depends on how you know you much you've interacted with music. And shout out to y'all, man. I I don't think I've ever went through a CD track and was like, "Who wrote this? Who gets credit?" Never. Like I don't. Well, back in our generation, <laughs> <laughs> before the internet, like even with CDs, though, I have a bunch of CDs. I've never, I've never did that. It was just to me like opening up a CD. You never know what you'd find in there. It was kind of. I don't know. The artwork would be cool. You get to see the thank yous. I don't know. I always read the thank yous for some reason. Bro, I crackled <laughs> the CD, grabbed that CD, wherever that CD holder like went or case went after that. <laughs> no idea. But like never, never did that. So shout out to y'all, man. That's yeah. why y'all the senseis. But we mentioned that because again, Drake and Kanye squashed the beef. Um, shout out to Jay Prince. I, I had somebody actually ask me like, who's the third person in that picture? I'm like, Jay Prince, and again, <laughs> I think I've mentioned it, but he has an audiobook that details his life. If you don't know who Jay Prince is, I highly encourage you to listen to his audiobook, man. He he's reading it, so he has like that old school, like hustler voice. And you come away with a lot of respect for him. He tells stories like how he saved um Pimp C from ultimately getting killed. Getting killed <laughs> by Master P for disrespect. Yeah. So like he tells some real stories, um, his his upbringing, like, but he's he's been behind the scenes. But again, if you don't know about him, like, you don't really respect kind of what he did. But um, I actually seen a tweet that said, uh, you know, we got to get Jay Prince on a student loan crisis because again, <laughs> when he gets involved with something, bro, like, he's the reason why he, why why Drake and and Kanye squashed their beef, like, um. I wasn't expecting that. Like even after he Kanye posted kind of like that hostage video where he looked terrified saying he wanted to, (laughs) he wanted Drake to accept like his offer. Um, But no, like I think this is great. And I think to be honest, I think this gets us closer to that versus that Kanye said he was open to with him and Drake. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh man, that would literally shut. That would be the biggest versus do it though. I think so only because it, it would be a way where they could tie it in with Apple music. Like you know how you could listen to verses live on there, yeah. And Drake's got nothing to fear going into that, though. You know, I feel like it only helps. And like Drake's Drake definitely seems like the type where he would want to be involved with something that literally breaks the internet, like albums. Mm-hmm. Done. Um, man, like how do you how do you pick twenty Kanye songs and twenty Drake songs? Like, bro, like I yeah. oh my, <laughs> I I want that verses more than ever. I think we're a step closer. Drod, I think that's a great point. Would Drake do it? But my question is like. Why wouldn't he? Um, if it, if Kanye's open to it, why wouldn't Drake? Like they, they both are kind of oh, like yeah. same level as far as status. Like, bro, that would be tremendous. Um, bro, they could sell that like a pay per view. Honestly, like they could probably sell tickets for that. Like, no, like for I would TV pay. View. <laughs> yeah, I would I pay. Would like too. without a doubt. Um, but yeah, like what were y'all thoughts? Were y'all expect? Were y'all surprised when y'all saw they they squash the beef? Like, what were y'all thoughts on that? Did y'all care? Nah, I wasn't surprised <laughs> only because. Um, 
Jay Prince is really good friends with um, Larry Hoover, who is the founder of the Gangster Disciples. Mm-hmm. So I knew once Kanye aligned himself with the GDs that Jay Prince was going to figure out a way to... Because Kanye asked for Drake's help to get Larry Hoover out of jail. So I knew that uh, Jay Prince was going to figure out a way for them to reconcile whatever differences they had to get you know Larry Hoover out. So, but... I, so I wasn't surprised. I was surprised how quickly it happened because Drink Champ was yeah. what two weeks ago. Like so, I would say yeah, he was talking on there too much about how you know he he doesn't have a beef. He doesn't feel yeah. you know. That's so, why I, I don't know. I just kind of saw it coming. Yeah, their relationship. Bro, I saw a weird. lot of jokes on Twitter about Pusha T and like where he comes in with this beef because yeah. <laughs> The Squidward meme of him watching from the window. Yeah, like like Kanye <laughs> and Drake can make can make up, but I feel like nothing is gonna stop Pusha T from but continuing to let the chopper Pusha sing. care because Pusha was on the Joe Budden podcast and he was like, "Hey, they can talk to him all they want to." Like when they, when they, when he was recording, um, what was it, Life of Pablo? Like they Drake and Kanye were good. Pusha just wouldn't come to the studio when Drake was in the studio. So he was like, mm. they can talk whenever they want to. I don't fuck with him. Like, that's me. Like, you can have whatever personal uh, relationship you want. And I feel that. Like, if B was cool with Drew and I wasn't cool with Drew, I don't have to be around <laughs> Drew. That'll make me and B's relationship go off. Like, so, like. Say no more, Gerard. Say no shut more. up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, do you guys think it's new music that comes out between them? Um, oh, yeah. Probably. I would like that. I feel like, I don't know. The only awkward part is I don't know. Now the music part, I'm not sure because Drake already mm-hmm. mentioned this. Because like I said, he got writing on uh on Life of Pablo, and he was like, "Bro, I'm in there helping you write stuff while you up here telling my business and stuff like that." I'm not sure Drake is gonna help him with music, but they might still be good friends. Like, well, let me say, it, not staying good friends. They might be cordial. How about that? They're, yeah, they're, they're cordial. <laughs> I just feel like I I saw all of this and like. Kanye's giving all these apologies and stuff, but like I kind of feel like Drew, you already mentioned like looking out the window, like the Squidward meme. <laughs> I feel like that's got to be Big Sean, right? Like you see, like yeah. you making up <laughs> with with Drake, like you didn't apologize to Soldier Boy, like I think he apologized already. I went, I think he apologized already. I'm waiting on the drink champs. I'm pretty sure he didn't sent out an apology already. That's what Kanye mm-hmm. does. I'm sure he's apologized already. I haven't heard anything about an apology. Yeah, though, to Big Sean, Sean didn't say nothing, or John Legend didn't say nothing. But you know, the people that have said stuff always talking on the social media. So Soldier Boy, you know, what I'm saying Drake and them, like that. You see that on social media, but I'm pretty sure, 75, 80 percent sure, he's apologized to John Legend and Sean already. <laughs> but that's you what know, he a does. general, a general apology though for what he said to Big Sean. In my opinion, it ain't gonna work. Like you didn't. It's not like Soldier Boy, where you ask, like, "Did you hear the song?" and just keep going. Like, you said I was the biggest mistake you made <laughs> in your life. Yeah, A text that yeah, I'm but... sorry, just not gonna cut it, bro. Like, yeah, he he picked up that that like tombstone. Yeah. And, like said, when I die, put on my tombstone. Like I'm here Listen, I'm, because I signed Big Sean. I'm like, with you. You not I, you preaching to the choir. Like 
<laughs> ain't no apology with me. No, when no I see you, me when no, I see I'm you, we're going to need five no. minutes. Like, we're going to need five minutes when I see you. So, like, that's – but I'm pretty sure they've had a conversation. Like, you know, so. No, I, I ain't really trying to talk. Like... And here's one, one other big thing I have with Kanye. Bro, you owe him money. There's no way you could talk crazy to me. <laughs> <Don't> like... <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. No, no, bro. Allegedly. No, don't, don't no, I know a legend. You ought to do million like dollars. Of, so hopefully, and you telling me like I'm the biggest mistake you made? Nah, bro. What's what's dudes that selling the panda song? What was his name? Designer. designer. You you sign designer, but I'm the big. Come on, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, nah. That's that's a, that's an attack. I need more than just an apology. Right. But no, I was glad to see that uh, beef squash, and you know. um just one more thing that I had here uh, on a serious note before we get into our wrestling. But man, I was I was super surprised um, to find out about you know the, when you sent that texture out about Young Dolph. Um, growing up, I love Gucci. I've said it on previous episodes, and like Dolph would be featured on a lot of his music. Man, like I always loved with Dolph. Like he did an amazing job consistently rapping on acapella on some part of the song. I feel like that was between that and him just being a funny rapper, man. Like I always appreciated him and we always give like Nipsey his flowers, um, justifiably. So when it comes to preaching about your independence, um, but I kind of feel like Dolph was forgotten in a sense when it came to having a similar message, like he created paper route empire, uh, in 2010. Um, honestly, him being independent is kind of what, you know, sparked the beef between him and Yo Gotti. That was, you know, um, well publicized where Gotti wanted to sign him as an artist, but Dolph was doing so well on his own. Like he owned his own masters. He just kind of decided to, you know, do his own thing. I don't really want to discuss beefs, you know, rumors and depth. Like right. all I want to focus on is the saddest part of all of this is like at the end of the day, somebody lost their father. Somebody lost their husband. Like he was only 36. His kids have to go the rest of their lives. Like without being tucked in, hug, kissed by their father, like, over what? Like, right. ego, pride, jealousy, like, whether it's Tupac, uh, Biggie, Nipsey, Pop Smoke, King Von, like, I don't even know how this stops, because again, ego is always going to be part of hip-hop, part of rap, but like, nobody wants to look like a punk by having security, you know, leaving your hometown after you made it. I'm not about that life, similar to what Drew said earlier, like, never been, never will, but like, how long do we have to keep seeing these tragedies occur, where again, this young king was 36 man like some rappers just want to prove that they can't be driven out of any area especially their hometown because it looks like fear they refuse to understand like you can't make the same moves once you've made it like again all the examples like nipsey you even have boozy on interviews saying like your biggest haters are going to be where you are from like just refuse to understand like you can't move that way i don't know if i've ever heard Dolph mention security even after the 100 shots where again he was shot at 100 times live to see another day was shot in LA like I'm just exhausted from these situations man I want better I'm super sad by this uh I was shocked but I just don't know where it starts I'm thinking maybe again it goes back to therapy understanding to remove your ego understanding that it's okay to tell other men you love them versus as black men we always kind of look at each other and it's like this you know gauging how that person is going to look at you or like if you have to have this front of like you know looking tough like the more we go about loving each other, I hope that would be an answer to helping this man. But I just want to say R.P. Young Dolph, um, Adolph Thornton Jr. actually had no idea he has the same last name as my mom. So even that shook me up a little bit. It's just like, man, hate to see this happen. But I just wanted 
know like how does this stop but again i wanted to know how you guys felt about it we discussed it in the group chat but this fucked me up being completely honest i feel like you said everything bro i don't want to dampen what you said like rest in peace to the family my condolences um it's unfortunate you know and as someone who's lived through a lot of gun violence and lost people to gun violence is I kind of get numb to it, you know, but it's a situation where we got to do better. You know, we have to, like, I don't, I don't know what was going on with him. I don't know what happened. That's, that's irrelevant at this point. Someone lost, like you said, someone lost a father, someone lost a brother, someone lost a son, someone lost a husband. And that's it. This wasn't a robbery. This was an assassination. Like they were out to kill that man. So, it's it's unfortunate and the hip-hop community lost a big part of the community like and we've been losing people non-stop you know for the last couple of years king vine nip hustle um and now Dolph, like and a couple more people that i'm missing right now but it's it's terrible you know but it's nothing that i shouldn't be numb to this stuff to just think about oh yeah my man's died today and just going about my day you shouldn't have to live like that you shouldn't get used to that type of lifestyle but that's where i'm at and i'm not sure i have the answer to how we supposed to fix that and what what you could i continue to see on social media like black men have you know deserve to you know grow old um i just feel like damn dude like like you said numb to it like whether it's, you know, people we read about in history books, um, our leaders when it comes to politics, like Martin Luther King, uh, Malcolm X, like, I, you just see so many examples of us not being able to grow to those old ages because just stuff like this, man. So it's like, damn, like, that, that hashtag really hit me because it's like, man, a lot of the people that we idolize, like, don't grow old. Right. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't get the chance to see that with our leaders. So it's like, damn, like you said, like, of course we're numb to it because it's all we see, like not even in rap. Like, so I wish I had the answers. Unfortunately, I don't. But man, I whatever it takes to reach, you know, a resolution. Like, yeah, you just get tired of seeing stuff like this. Like, all I can think about is the kids and the and the and the wife and the mom. Like, what at the end of the day, whatever was the issue, like it, it shouldn't have it shouldn't have led to this. Yeah. So, I just feel sorry for the kids. And man, like it just it fucked me up, man. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. No, I said to um like the pop smoke situation where he like posted his location pretty much, you know, like it's sad that you can't do that. Like he was just promoting a a, a business, like a cookie business, mm-hmm. like a, a place that he recently found too. Like putting them on the map, like from an artist, like with the big profile, like that's huge for a business. And then you have a tragedy right on top of it, so. And now they've closed it up. They've had to board it up. Apparently, right. this isn't the first time that they've had, you know, they've they've uh, suffered robberies. Um, so you just hate to see that, like a black-owned right. business again. Um, but like you said, Drew, you bring up a good point. Like Dolph did so many things for people. Like he was actually set to hand out, you know, turkeys and dinners to people for Thanksgiving the day he got killed. Yeah. yeah. He provided a Lamborghini to a fan and like was okay when she sold it. When she was struggling during the pandemic, like every year they say he bought new properties for his kids, um, you know, to, to increase their profile. So they were good when they grew up. So like 
he has plenty of examples. Uh, I remember seeing a clip where there was uh, he brought on two fans on the stage that had got fired. I think um, from a university yeah. for playing his song in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, they got fired. He brought them to the show and gave them both twenty thousand dollars for like yeah. being fans and playing his music. Like, just a good dude, man. Like, it's unfortunate all around, but I wanted to take time out on the show um, to give him, you know, the appropriate flowers. Um, and again, R.P. Young Dolph gone way, way too soon. Oh man, yeah, that messed me up. But yeah, we're gonna pivot now to. Um, a topic that we've teased for a few episodes now um, to lift spirits, uh, laughs, enjoyment. And we're going to get into some wrestling, man. I know we had talked about it. Um, Drew, if you want, uh, you can could, you could let people know the event that's coming up with wrestling. That's why we're talking about it uh, for our listeners. Yeah, it's one of the, uh, one of the, the four crown pay-per-views at Survivor Series that's coming up. So with this alliance crap this invasion crap what i'm proposing is that survivor series there's one match that match will determine which entity will finally survive stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry give me a hell yeah finally so now Looking at my Gucci, it's about that time. Let's see if we can't make a little noise. Hop in this beyond! If you're not down with that, we got two words for you! (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah! Oh man, so this week marked 25 years uh, since The Rock made his WWE uh, debut as Rocky Maivia. Oh, man. Even The Rock has commented on how awful his hair looked back in the day. Um, but The Rock will always be my GOAT. So I don't know where y'all want to start off with this conversation. Drew, I know you wanted to talk about... Uh, <laughs> for those of y'all that can't see, Gerard had his eyes wide, apparently not agreeing with the GOAT. But, Drew, did you want to start off with our, our favorite intros? and then yeah, kind of do that. Okay. Some of our, you know, in the hip-hop theme, what are some of our favorites? Because D'Lo Brown had a fire one. <laughs> D-Lo Brown is so underrated, bro. In life, I just wanted the confidence of D-Lo when he was strutting down, walking to the to the, to the, to the ring, couldn't his neck. You thought it was neck was broke, bro. Shout out to D-Lo, but no, that he had for sure one of the best intros. Um. He had, like one best, he had one of the best frog splashes too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you can't oh. talk about intros though without talking about Stone Cold. Like yeah. oh, the, the glass gosh. breaking is like. <laughs> oh, give me a hell yeah! When it's time to whoop some ass, you heard that glass break. <laughs> Somebody was catching the stunner, bro. Like it wasn't nothing to talk about. Shit, maybe ref, good old JR. It didn't matter who was in that ring, bro. <laughs> the one I always used in, in when I made my created character in the games was Booker T's, man. <laughs> Can you dig it, dig it sucker? sucker. <laughs> Just looking at his hand. <laughs> Oh man! 
has been a Rooney. Oh, when he first came to the WWE and The Rock was like, who in the blue hell are you? <laughs> who in the blue hell are you? The Rock doesn't believe he caught your name. What's my name? Hell, my name is Booker. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> he was a target. It doesn't matter who you are. My goat, man. I love what they did for him for Booker when he came because he stole the rocks, moved the rock bottom, yeah. and he made it the bookend. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then he also had the more electrifying move in sports entertainment with the spinner room. It didn't touch anybody. <laughs> it was just for show. Uh, <laughs> do you remember when he brought that mid when the rock brought out that midget? <laughs> mini, mini Booker. Mini Booker. <laughs> 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 we had the midget do the spin a Rudy dog. <laughs> oh man, draw. What's one of your favorite intros, bro? Shawn Michaels. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks that drives a girl's wild. Oh, yes. Sexy boy. Sexy boy. No, He had one of the best specials, too, yeah. bro. That Sweet Chim music. <laughs> Oh man, I gotta go back. Like uh, Bret Hart when he used to get a glasses to like a kid mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the front row yeah. or like in, that was sitting down. Like I used to always want to be that be... little kid, bro. Like I was gonna say, who didn't want to be the person getting the, the, the like? What were those? Were those like Oakleys? Well, like it was like a visor almost, yeah, it was bro. Like, a like visor. I don't know who made them. Them joints was hard, bro. Yeah. I I always was like, man, if I ever could get a pair of those, they like, were like the pre Kanye stunner shades, pretty much. Fact, <laughs> no facts. Um, man, Kurt Angle too had one oh, of the yeah. best just because of the fans yep. saying, "You suck, you suck. you suck." I feel like he really hated you that when suck. it started, but at a certain point, it wasn't going away. So it's like oh, I might as well just embrace it. Like, hey man, he won the gold medal with a broken neck. Okay, show that man some respect. Fact. Right. That's right. And then now his neck is the size of like my calves like combined. Big, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that led to him, you know, having of all the juice and he did allegedly, allegedly. having a having a well documented. Um, uh, he he was taking pills because all the pain. People mm-hmm. called him Perk Angle, so you know, hey, Perk Angle, you know, one of the one of the ghosts, man. Um, what's other intros that I like? I always liked. Uh, the Hardy Boys, especially Jeff Hardy, yeah. mm-hmm. um, when he came out to the too cool, the, yeah, like too cool had a good one. Yeah, Scotty they had Hardy. the, the, the in ring dance up. when they would get the when they would get the dub dance with Rikishi. That was classic. <laughs> um, obviously, I said the Rock already, but the if if you smell when he finally it was he had some struggle intros back in oh. the day. Like oh, there was the one slow one that would come on where it's like, do you smell what the Rock is cooking? It was. <laughs> Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Real corny, bro. It didn't fit my goat. But then when they picked it up, bro, that's when it used to get lit. Um, then he went through that Hollywood phase, too, where it was like a minute intro of like a, a plane hovering over a city. I was like, dude, just. Chill that was goat. one of the worst ones. Chill on my goat. Also, The Undertaker, man, when he went to that, that American Badass American phase. Badass Undertaker, mm-hmm. yeah, that shit was hard. Bro, yeah. with the motorcycle yeah, that he would beat, but only could drive for three seconds when he had to hit rolling, that turn. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Bro, Limp Biscuit, that shit was hard. That shit was hard. Um. I like that Undertaker more than the Dark Undertaker. Absolutely. That, like, he was never one of my favorites, though. 
but people love him. Yeah. I think did I already talk about? I think I talked about an old episode how Paul Bear used to scare the shit out of me oh, as a yeah. kid. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I, I had I was not a fan of Undertaker, and then you watch it and, and they cut off all the lights. Mm-hmm. You like I'm like eight years old maybe, <laughs> and then they cut him back on and he pop out like a like a scary movie character. Nah, bro, I didn't fuck with that at all. <laughs> um, Kane when he would. Turn the lights off, cut them back on, bro. Like Kane had a fire intro just because of the fire. fire. Right, <laughs> coming out of those rings, man. Facts. Who was was that? Batista. When Batista, Batista would flex, and they would have like all the the pyro mm-hmm. stuff going off the, behind. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was lit. He do like um, the guns. <laughs> Eddie Eddie Guerrero when he would come out on a low rider man Latino heat man that was banging China man, y'all ain't mentioned <laughs> the goat Chris Jericho yet you know what I'm saying I listen he had a hard intro so Just look his intro, countdown he came out he came to the WWF right when uh, the year 2000 was about to start Y2J perfect Y2J. welcome to Raw is Jericho. At the time, people really thought like the like every the world was about to end. Like once <laughs> once it turned two thousand, like all the electricity was gone. So he was teasing up to that, and they had the countdown. And he would he would no he wouldn't come out. Yeah, it would come just, out it, he'd, he'd stand there like a silhouette. Well, at, fir- at first they yeah. would show his intro, and like the lights would go off a little bit, but nothing would come about it, right? But then when he finally came out at the final countdown. Then that's when he, like you say, he came out with the arms. But up mm-hmm. until that point, you didn't know what the fuck this countdown to 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 watch who Jay was. Like you, like what is this? And they would just go to the next match, like not say anything of it. But no, like he played that very well to his advantage. Um, he's one of the best trash talkers. Yes, the best trash talkers, obviously the Rock, Chris Jericho. I had the, I would say is number Jericho's, two. Jericho, Jericho, Triple H, and thing. the Rock are my three for that. Like. Jericho was on another level when it came to trash I got a fight with a kid talking. in middle school because I put him in the walls of Jericho. <laughs> I hope bro, you took him out, Drog. Because why, why the hell are you putting him <laughs> in, the, in the walls of Jericho, bro? Like, like you, you just, nah, nah. But, no, he's definitely top three trash talker. Um, And actually, um, so I've been seeing a lot of AEW, I think. Yeah. yeah. I posted on social media just kind of asking people, essentially, as a person that doesn't watch wrestling, like, what – if I was to start back, like, what would make me, you know, like, get back into it? So I'm going to pull up the post real quick. I, I know Jericho's, like, the the main guy in AEW, like, pretty much pioneering that whole brand right now. Yeah, so uh, Taylor Kennedy, shout company? out to Taylor. Is it? Mm, I thought it was. Oh. <laughs> so Taylor said, watch AEW, WWE is ass. Um, so I told him I'm down for that. You know, like who the top guys, what makes it better? I assume it's because of less politics. Like I knew politics is always going to be something with the WWF, but mm-hmm. he agreed. Yeah. Politics. So storylines are better, fresher faces as well. Hello. WW, uh, WWE stars are now at AEW. So I know Chris Jericho is like one of the top guys. I think I've seen sting at certain points. Um, I think, Big Show just signed with them or recently signed with them. I even seen Shaq like have a match with it. Um, Y'all know so who Justin, one of our most loyal fans, um, he said AEW is awesome. He said Hangman Page, Jericho, Kenny Omega, Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, Christian Cage, which a lot of these dudes I don't know, but um, he said Adam Cole, so many fun personalities and storylines. So I let him know we're discussing on the pod, and then he forgot uh, CM Punk. 
is on oh, AEW. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, so I know that was a huge name for a while. Uh, and Brian Danielson. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, saying there's 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 some former stars from the WWE that's on AEW now. So after this post, I feel like I, you know, came away wanting to watch a little AEW. Um, Phil Mason commented and said both AEW and WWE are pretty decent right now. AEW focuses more on in-ring action, WWE, and the bigger productions and drama. Uh, but he said Vince oh, yeah. is so predictable that you literally watch just to see if he'll really be that obvious. So these are a lot. Of, these were the comments, man. I appreciate people filling me in because, you know, I was all about the attitude era. So you know that two thousands to two thousand three, I think maybe. But after that, I kind of just stopped watching as much. But no, like man, 98. like eight. We were watching. What? We were watching in like ninety seven, ninety eight. Oh, absolutely. But the prime. If you ask me, what was my favorite time? It was for sure that attitude era, like right before. Um, what was it? WCW like takeover yeah. like into that time, but um, one of my favorite one of my favorite parts of WWF back in the day it was was actually associated to Detroit. So uh, the Rock has Stone Cold's belt, oh, yeah, and Stone Cold, you know, they used to they just kept showing the Rock on this bridge, right? And then also you see these headlights turn, and it's this car coming for the Rock, and it's Stone Cold coming to get his belt back, right? And they scrapping on the bridge. <laughs> and you know it seems like one of them is gonna gonna fall but then uh the rock ends up throwing stone cold into the bridge and gave him the middle <laughs> fingers like stone cold used to do right and then took his belt and said take this piece of trash with you right and threw both of them in the water dog little how old was i maybe eight or nine I thought Stone Cold was dead. Like I, I couldn't believe Stone Cold was just thrown into this water by my favorite wrestler, The Rock. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm hysterical. Like Stone Cold's just he dead, man. Obviously, he came back the next episode, but like that was just funny. The fact that that happened in Detroit, yeah, and always one of my favorite moments of the WWF. Favorite moment. Um. <laughs> so, uh, y'all remember Val Venus, right? Oh yeah! <laughs> Hello. Hello, ladies. His intro, dude. When you paid attention to what they would show during his intro, yeah. dog, it was like, bro, he's a porn star. That's a how they sell it. It was like hot dog. It was just he a was, lot of. Uh, and he was from Reno, Reno, Nevada, too. Oh, so he right. was a porn star they were selling. Guy. It was like construction worker <laughs> yeah. drilling. So Val Venus, you know, and his character was messing with somebody's wife. And I think it was some Asian dudes, and they had him in the locker room because they found out he was messing with their wife. And then they pulled out a machete, and they had his junk on the table. But you know, the towel was covered up because they from the camera, so it looked like they was about to cut his junk off. Dog, I just knew, I knew, I, I don't, I, I just knew. I was like, dang, that thing gone, like. <laughs> <laughs> that dang has gone. <laughs> <laughs> so one of mine Gerard, involves your goat jericho and it was like right after triple h and stephanie broke up for the first time you know behind the scenes they were still cool right but on on screen they broke up and triple h comes out and he just starts roasting her oh. like about how many times he smashed like oh, i don't know steph if you look down there you're Bigger than the Grand Canyon or I something. Remember that. <laughs> the best part is right after 
out of nowhere, Jericho comes out and just starts roasting her even more, bro. She looked like she was about to cry in the ring. Like, they were actually crying. You know what's crazy? Like, a a lot of wrestlers at the time, like The Rock, like Chris Jericho, like, would go in on her. Obviously, like, you know, it's part of the show. But I just had to think, like, as Vince McMahon, like, your daughter is consistently, like, no matter what arena y'all at, is being called a slut, like, a hoe, like... At some point, I feel like I wouldn't be able oh, to take yeah, that. Like, you. <laughs> y'all need some new material. Like, even Triple H, before they, like, became an item, like, within the show, Triple H would go in on her. Like, it didn't matter. So, I'm like, damn, like, at some point, you don't think Vince is like, hey, y'all might need to ease up on my daughter a little hey, bit? Like, I remember I remember that, Drew. They, they, but that part, that one, they tore her ass up. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> if you go back and watch, she looks like she's really yeah, about they, to cry in the ring. They, 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 they really want to shit. You, you got all these fans laughing at you, bro? Yeah. Nah, bro. Oh, man. What's the other one, too, is um uh right before that, um when Test and Stephanie were about to get married and Triple oh, H comes out, bro, you cannot show this anymore. Like, Triple H drugs her, puts her to sleep oh, yeah. in a limo. Oh, they so they're gonna get married, right? Yeah, they, they go to the drive through yep. the drive through chapel yep. and gets married to her. Yep. Bro, I remember that. That is a great point because there's a lot of stuff from back in the day that could not have happened today. Like uh Triple H like dressed up in blackface to to, to be the rock. I don't know if y'all remember that, but like oh, I don't remember that. Had like a fake like high top fade, like a belt, like <laughs> talking like the rock. He had like a fake eyebrow that was like raised and just <laughs> was pretending to be the rock, which at that time you watch it and it's like, dude. Okay, but now if it happens in 2021, oh, it's hey. like that. Triple H is <laughs> it happen, man. Like, uh, another storyline that I like was um, when Mark Henry was dating that <laughs> oh, the old lady. Moolah? Yeah. Moolah? <laughs> the grandma. Or Mae Young is one of them. Yep. <laughs> she was, she was allegedly pregnant. <laughs> Sexual chocolate, baby. <laughs> and went to have a baby, and it was like dust. <laughs> Whoever used to write for the WWE back in the day, bro, I got tears right now because, oh, they used to be fooling. They used to be fooling. Uh, Speaking of the old lady, um, Bubba Ray Dudley, like, power bombed her off. That had to have hurt. That had to have hurt her, man. She was, like, in her 80s when he power bombed her off the stage into two two tables, like. And then he just sat there, like, (laughs) he was so proud of what he did, bro. Oh my goodness, bro! I could go on and on for days. Throwing Look, mankind off the top of the. I used the, to love the, um, the table ladder chairs matches. Uh, one of my favorite matches still, ever yeah. was was that ninety nine Drew? It was There's ninety. Yeah, the the first one, the, the six way tag match. It was uh, it was it was Edge and Christian, the Hardy, Hardy boys, boys, and the Dudley boys. Yep. Yeah. And, and, that match was vicious, man. Like, bro, Edge like, getting like, steered like, off the like uh, hanging uh, from the yeah. belt, or oh my god. So there was, you know, it, it's always the argument about you know real or fake. Obviously, you know, it's not fully real, but the amount of shit that they put their body through in that match, like you would see the refs going up to them, like legit, like are you okay? Like Jeff Hardy, dude, jumping off like multiple ladders stacked on top of each other, like, straight in the tables. Like, bro, like, he had to be on drugs to do some of that shit, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I get it, because ain't no way your body could go through that, man. 
bro. It's so it's only so much adrenaline can do because they used to be fighting for like an hour, and it's like, bro, bro, like legit, that match was was like an hour long, and it was from the very beginning, bro. Like going at it, going through tables, mm-hmm. spear off the the belt, like you said, like that is a top five match for me for sure. No, for sure, that is definitely one of the best. I want to put y'all on the spot though. Before we get into you know some more of our favorite moments, we got to do our Mount Rushmore for. For wrestling, okay. uh-huh. did not think about this ahead of time. Um, I, I don't know if we'll have similarities or not. Uh, <laughs> I can I can go first. Um, on my Mount Rushmore, obviously I have The Rock first. I have Stone Cold second. The Rock was my goat, but Stone Cold was always second to me. Uh, I think growing up, Bret Hart was like one of my favorite wrestlers for sure. And my number four would be shit, bro. This is hard. Like I like Triple H, but I don't know if I could put him in my my Triple top H. Four. Triple H is a goat, though. Yeah, like in his own world, like what he's done for the WWE is crazy, bro. I don't know who I will put as my number four. I almost feel like is it disrespectful if I don't have Undertaker because we're talking about legacies. Like he had the the WrestleMania. I just I don't know what it is about Undertaker, but he was just not one of my favorites. I'm going to put him up there just for how long he stayed in the game, um, staying in character. Because if you listen to Undertaker interview, like in real life, he's actually cool as hell, which yeah. <laughs> obviously it's not like you think he's, he's you know, an, an asshole. But, like, he had to play. There was a running joke. I listened to a lot of, like, wormhole YouTube videos, and there was a running joke that all the wrestlers, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, would try to do shit on purpose during matches to have Make Undertaker laugh. break character yeah. <laughs> because of like how much he just stayed within that role. So yeah, I guess my Mount Rushmore will be The Rock, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, and The Undertaker. I feel bad for leaving out people like Triple H and then you got Hulk Hogan, but like Hogan's oh, overrated, man. I feel like if you didn't grow up like in that earlier <laughs> era, like see, I appreciate what Hogan did, but like, nah, man, like I only got to see wow. for real to watch oh, that. Oh, like, the leg drop, cool. Respectful, okay. And I do want to say, like, I didn't really, I wasn't really into NWO like until they started transitioning to WWF. I was locked into WWF. Who are I know I get slandered for all the time, guys. Okay, I get slandered for all the time, like. Bro, I get it. The NWO takeover, like that, it was lit. I remember they had Robman, uh, Carl Malone, but like, until yeah, that's why over, they shot themselves in the foot with that by adding the whole damn roster. They had nobody else on the other side. <laughs> they took over everything, bro. So until they transitioned to the WWF, like, nah, I, I really was just WWF locked in, bro. Wow. So I apologize ahead of time to any of our listeners that was locked no, in because I wasn't. You hurt my feelings. <laughs> Well, Gerard, you're you're Rushmore. So what's it got? Hogan and Jericho. Yes, <laughs> my shit is a, that's completely okay, different. So I, got, I got Jericho. Okay, that's my goat. Then, I, which is listen, I give you credit because not many people die on that hill for Jericho. So uh, I respect you for that. I'm a down that hill. Jericho is my goat. <laughs> then, um, The Rock is second. Then I have Undertaker third, and then I have uh Hogan fourth. Just so overrated. <laughs> now, if you don't have Stone Cold on your shit at all, hey man, between Hogan and and Undertaker, man, and The Rock and Jericho, hey man, Stone Cold fifth. <laughs> Damn. So me and B have the same top two, but Stone Cold's my one, Rock's my two. That's fair. And man, my third, I kind of have to go Triple H. B, I was 
thinking about it, he was so big part of that, like, the DX movement, like, versus The Rock versus Stone Cold. Like, some of those matches wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Triple H. Mm-hmm. So, true. And then my fourth, I've always loved him, was Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Wow. I, I he was he was fired to me, man. Like he was so corny, but like so funny, yet a great wrestler yeah. at the same time. You I know? was just about like, to say that. I was just about to say that. He was definitely corny, but like he, he made that funny in his own way for sure. Bro, I really thought with the ankle lock he was gonna snap people's legs off. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. The veins running through middle his neck for doing and, that too. Bro, he wouldn't let go sometimes. Gerard, at the end of the day, we would need to have a talk. Like I got th- I got into three fights for using wrestling moves. I used the walls of Jericho. I used the uh, Chris Benoit, uh, the cripple across face, oh, God, and I used the ankle hurt. lock. And I got into fights <laughs> three times because I thought wrestling was real. So <laughs> I was trying to end these people, you know. So Gerard was was in school using wrestling moves. He was going to haunted houses, punching people that was trying to scare him, like Gerard. <laughs> I'm safe now, you know. I was going to say, was what you, you were going through life trying to hurt weapon. people, bro. You, you got to go through life loving people, bro. Like, come on. Like, hey, man. come on. I'm, I'm a different guy now, all right? But, no, see, this is why y'all uh, disrespectful about Hogan because I think one thing we do, just like with hip-hop, is that you don't um, appreciate the ones that came before. If it wasn't for Hogan, what we see as in our WWE superstars, we wouldn't see now. Like, there wouldn't be a Rock, there wouldn't be a Triple H. And Hogan gave the the platform for that. You know, he was the American, He gave the personality. Yeah, yeah, he was the American hero. You know what I'm saying? Like, the big thing when he uh when he faced Andre the Giant or when he body slammed Yokozuna, you know what I'm saying? Those are big matches and big right. things that help raise the profile of WWF, which he has to be put up there. Whether or not, you know, we thought he was the best talker, brother, or <laughs> or the best wrestler, you know what I'm saying? The personality and the the um that he brought to the business helped other wrestlers look at Hogan and was like, okay, I want to take a piece of that, you know what I'm saying, and then put it into my character. We wouldn't, right. I mean, we've seen how, you know, Triple H, how he rose to the top, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he should be up there too, but when you got the longevity of Undertaker and who the rock is now you know that started out yeah. like it's kind of tough like i definitely respect hulk hogan for what he did and also uh to add to your great point hulk hogan was like making movies too so right. he kind of opened that path yeah. for you know uh the rock or dwayne johnson stone cold has done some acting john cena is doing really well yeah. with acting now so mm-hmm. yeah no he was a pioneer for that i couldn't put him in my top four at the end of the day it's kind of like you know when you, when you have the michael jordan uh lebron debate like <laughs> I can only speak for LeBron because that's what my eyes was able to see. Like, I can't speak for, you know, this uh, unicorn that people have made Michael Jordan to be at this time. So, like, I feel you. But, like, nah, bro. Like, he ain't my top four. But I do respect. You made a great point for everything he's done for the sport. Uh, Also, we keep talking about WCW. Like, shout out to guys like Rey Mysterio, man. It just added, like, some different flavor to the WWE slash WWF. Latino World Order. Bro, like. LWO. Um, you know, Latino he like there's a lot of guys that came over. Um, yeah, the radicals, which was Benoit, Malenko, Perry Saturn, and uh, uh, Eddie. I fuck with Benoit, RIP, man. I mean, <sighs> that's gonna... such a crazy story yeah. when you look into it, man. Like, it's kind of scary, it's like, super scary, yeah, because cause he was like the first really undiagnosed CTE, and they really dug into it after and found out, you know, yeah. Like, 
it was I don't know that's that story haunts me still because they did like a tribute the following night on Raw or whatever. Then they found out what happened. Like stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah, they, they just shut everything. Yeah, they didn't say oh. nothing about it. Like no. So that was that's then when you watch the documentary, out. it's like oh my god, like oh it's it's crazy how many have passed like. I when I I went through that phase where I was like rewatching from '98, I got up to like 2009, and it just it goes stale for a while. Well, um, but you, you but how many have passed during that time? Man? Well, Drew, you mentioned Tess. Tess, Tess passed away. You mentioned China. She passed China, away. Eddie uh, Grandmaster Flash, Grandmaster Sexy. Yep. Uh, yep. From Too Cool passed. Yep. Eddie Guerrero passed away. Um, uh, was it Crash Holly? Yeah, Crash, Crash Holly. Or, the way he. Our, the way he passed away was very tragic. Bam Bam um, Bigelow. Bam, oh, B, the one that you, uh, we mentioned him earlier, was D'Lo Brown with the headbangers, if you want to share that story. Because I uh, never knew that. Yeah, so, uh, I forget, I think Thrash was his name. Uh, yeah. He had a match with D'Lo Brown, and uh, during the match, Thrash used to wear, like, baggy clothing. So, D'Lo Brown went to do a move. I forget what it was, but uh, basically, Thrash kind of, like, slipped out of position. And ended up paralyzed uh, during the match with D'Lo Brown, which that's something that D'Lo Brown had to live with for essentially the rest of his life. Damn. But, yeah, like, no, that – I mean, imagine you're wrestling and, you know, a big yeah. part of wrestling is entertainment, but also, like, those guys look out for each other when it comes to doing moves right and safety and stuff like that. So D'Lo Brown essentially had to live with the fact that he paralyzed a guy in thrash that was, you know, kind of a big name. But, like, yeah. again, nobody like, yeah. was big tag team name. for – that so yeah i know uh, that kind of story was crazy when you told me yeah kind of changed uh d brown's career a little bit because like you know mentally that has an impact on you he still wrestled but like he ended up going overseas wrestling and stuff like that so yeah no that was man that was definitely a hell of a story um, well, i say we were talking about uh best matches too one of the best pay-per-views i've ever seen i can't remember the name i think it was like wrestlemania 30 i don't remember but um uh, it was when the two brands split off between SmackDown and Raw, mm-hmm. and Chris Benoit won the heavyweight title that night, and then later that night, Eddie beat uh, uh, Brock Lesnar and won the Undisputed Championship. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the night, Eddie's up on the ring, he turns around, and Benoit's there, and I was just waterworks for days. I was like, dude, like both these guys aren't here. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they were at the top, you know? It was yeah. crazy. No, that, man, that is... That's cr- it is crazy to think about. Eddie's is crazy too because Eddie 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 went into cardiac arrest in one of the matches, um, and Bubba Ray Dudley. I remember he was in the match and he stopped. He's like, "Get the fuck out here right now! Like everybody, get out here to help him!" Like Eddie was on the ground, like breathing. But that wasn't the night he died, though. Yeah, like, he, no. So he did have heart trouble, but crazy. Yeah, that no, that's crazy to think about. Um, talking about best matches, man. My two favorites, like The Rock. And Stone Cold, they had multiple um, WrestleMania matches, man. And every time, dude, it was amazing. They They had the match where uh, where Stone Cold hit The Rock with The Rock bottom, but then (laughs) The Rock hit Stone Cold with a stunner. Like, I love – that was probably my highlight of, like, any wrestling match. When you had – like, for example, that probably is my top wrestling moment is uh, I think you had Kurt Angle giving somebody an ankle lock. But then you mm-hmm. had, like, all the stars come out and do, like, their specials, right? So, oh, like, man. Undertaker <laughs> hits people with a choke slam. You had The Rock hit somebody with a, a rock bottom. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold hit somebody with a stunner. Um, 
I think I already, if I said it, I apologize, but Kurt Angle had somebody in the ankle lock. Uh, I think Kane might have been involved. I'm trying to think if I'm missing everybody. Yeah, the like, whole ring was filled with people. Everybody coming out and everybody hitting each other with their like special one by one. And I think it ended up being was it Kurt Angle that won that match? Or I think Stone so, Cold? yeah. Either way, that was like one of the hypest moments in wrestling. Like that was crazy. But whenever you have one wrestler like getting messed up, like the rock will be getting jumped by, I don't know, uh DX, for example. <laughs> right. You hear the crowd saying, Austin, Austin, Austin. And then you hear that glass break where it's like Austin, Stone Cold really wouldn't partner with The Rock, but like yeah. they had this mutual respect. So like he came out to save the day like, man, little nine-year-old, eight-year-old me just, <laughs> my dad would let me stay up late just so we could watch oh, The Rock man. together, man. Like your memories you cherish for like for life, man. So wrestling has a, a soft spot in my heart man I'm, I'm just sitting here smiling talking about it with y'all right Wayne, now. when your dream job was always to be the steve weiser guy <laughs> <laughs> the guy threw stone cold his beers give me a hell yeah first off how did that guy not get a job in the nfl for the amount of accuracy that he had to be able to hit stone cold from wherever he was bro all stone cold had to do was throw his hand up like prime randy moss baby and that that beer was always there right on time like come on man that's just God given at the end of the day. Oh man, I got to ask you boys a little trivia question. Um, do you know where it took place where Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant? When that Silverdome? There you go. Silver oh yeah, Dome. isn't that oh, crazy, man. bro? It's some, it's some, it's some huge moments that happen to wrestling like here in Michigan, Detroit, yeah. like Pontiac, like. And it's crazy driving by now, and the Silverdome's an Amazon plant now. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> that's. <laughs> Remember how long it took them to figure out what they were gonna do with the Silver Dome, like, bro? And then they tried to explode it, and it wouldn't even <laughs> it explode. Went down, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that's a classic. But no, I feel like this could be a topic that we continue to talk about. Like, obviously, you talked about the event that's coming up, Drew, but mm-hmm. we could talk about wrestling for days. I look forward to hearing what you know our listeners, some of their favorite moments. If there's anything that they want us to talk about in depth, um. Man, we all gave our Mount Rushmore, so maybe we could hear some of their Mount Rushmores. But no, man, I, I look forward to a continued conversation on wrestling. Um, but no, I man, so many memories. It almost makes me want to go back, Drew, and start picking up from where I left off. With I'm telling you, huh? I'll give you my Peacock app if you want it. Is is wrestling matches on there? So they have the, they don't have the WWE Network anymore. That all transferred to Peacock, and all they have is Raw matches now. They don't even have SmackDowns. What really? I, it it's so cheap. Yeah, I, I feel gypped. But no, you should. Basically, just... I'm paying for Peacock just for Sunday Night Football right. now. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. But yeah, man, please let us know what y'all think. Um, let us know if there's any new music that we forgot. Um, but as always, we appreciate y'all for listening. Look forward to y'all feedback. And yeah, is there anything else y'all want to, you know, discuss, mention before we get out of here? What's your favorite submission? We'll end on that. Crippler crossface. The sharpshooter probably for me. It's got to be the sharpshooter. Sharpshooter is key, man. Bro, the, the, <laughs> remember when when Bret Hart had Stone Cold and the sharpshooter and then like the blood was leaking? <laughs> that from was yeah. that's that a me up as a iconic picture. That fucked me up as a kid. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was like seven, bro, because that was 90... He was like crawling on his hands. That was bro, I think awesome I was ninety eight. So yeah. I was I was definitely seven. Like, no, that fucked me up seeing Stone Cold <laughs> screaming with blood. Nah, bro. So it's definitely sharpshooter. Like I thought that if you put somebody in that move, I thought you were just dying, like off top. That was oh, yeah. convinced. But yeah, no, sharpshooter for sure for me. 
What was yours, Drew? Did you go with Sharpshooter? Oh, yeah. It dried, you went with Crippler Crossplay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, Benoit man. made that famous, man. He did. I've seen people do it, and they ain't the same as uh, him. I only Next like thing, yeah. Benoit's Crippler Crossface. That's the best one. <laughs> he was like he, the Gap Tooth Warrior, whatever they call him, or Toothless Aggression. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, you can make fun of his tooth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> good times good stuff man but yeah well this has been another episode of two hip-hop senseis and the casual man we appreciate all the love and until the next time y'all be easy Peace. take care Two senseis in a casual.